Okay, we're recording. <laughs> hey, so uh, this is Discussing Divas. We're going to talk about The Walking Dead. I'm Tara Jabari. And I'm Danielle Storbeck. So, this, okay, so we just, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. was the season premiere of season seven yes. with Negan, which mm-hmm. can I just say, I no longer is Danny, Denny my favorite from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, but Remember you know. <laughs> Be like, you know how Jeffrey he's an actor, he's an actor try, playing a role, I'm like, I don't care, you're not nice anymore. That's that's my thing. Like I'm having some mixed feelings about that actor because I've seen him in so many different you know, things. And not he, only is he super cute, but he's a great actor, and he always plays like this amazing guy. And now he's playing Negan, and I'm all sort of confused. It's so <laughs> it's we're we're recording on Thursday. It premiered on Sunday. Right. You watched it the day of. Uh yes. I watched it later I, than it actually aired because I had to work myself into yeah. it. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was going to watch it. I was like, I'll watch it after classes and stuff on Monday. And then you, we had been wanting to do this. And you're like, we have to do this. <laughs> so we figured out Thursday. And so I said, I'm going to wait until Thursday right before I see you for fresh emotions. Right. So usually I go from the beginning. But mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little differently. I Okay, so I watched it online. And then, like, on Xfinity. So it still gave me commercials, like, a okay. minute and a half commercials. Oh, so you still, still had those breaks. Okay. So each time those breaks came, I wrote my thoughts down. Right. So we'll start with that. And if you remember what your thoughts were. Then we'll <laughs> okay. And then we'll go into, like, how did you start watching, some right, of the fun facts right. about the show. Because I like people to learn about it, too. Yes. So. Okay, yeah, my first thought was... Denny's not my favorite anymore from Grey's <laughs> Um, How the fuck did the axe get may or the hatchet get on top of the car? That did he was throw something... it? I thought he just threw it out there. And, and and that was something that when I was watching it, I caught that too. Yeah. Where I, I was looking at Negan and I was like, I, did I did I see him throw that right? Like I thought he threw it just out amongst the yes. walkers. And all of a sudden, he's calling onto the top of the the RV or whatever and it's up there and I'm like I didn't see him fling it upwards yeah you know so I, I kind of wonder if maybe that was just a glitch in the writing or you it know they, they had filmed initially like him going out you know onto the ground with the walkers and maybe the decided to go up on the RV was a little more interesting you know what oh, I mean I, just I feel like it might have been a, a Either filming way, he, glitch yeah. yeah but that was okay but. so that was okay then I so I knew Abraham died, then Daryl did something that made Glenn die, right? Right. And so you so, had all sorts of these expectations yes. already because people were telling you stuff. And I like spoilers. I don't like oh, how see, it I happens. Don't. <laughs> I don't like how it happens. Like people said, it's because of Daryl. I'm like, don't say anymore because if you told me right. Daryl punched. By the way, there's a lot of spoilers, so don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, by the way, all these people died. Spoilers. <laughs> But, okay, so I knew, uh, and I would watch it between my fingers. Like, I couldn't, I was like, oh. <laughs> so then when he's like, look at the bat, Rosita. Mm-hmm. And then Daryl's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And he punched him. I'm like, oh, well, I thought it Darryl was. Daryl does, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, I thought it was Daryl was trying to be defiant in general, but not trying to protect Rosita or something. Like, you know? Right. I was like, that is something I probably would have done, too. 
to be like, fuck her off. Like, she's traumatized enough. Right. Like, you already long. killed somebody, and then you're just going to go after the significant and other. And then like, that's... Glenn is, like, right behind him, and I'm like, oh, no. And I just couldn't stop that, looking. That moment, oh, yeah. God. And I couldn't stop looking at Glenn, and my first thought was, he saved Rick's life. He was the, he was the last voice you heard in the... I remember, and he was like he the was voice the of first, hope. Yeah, he was the that first little beam of hope. I, I'd say, oh like when God. he's actually in person. the middle, in the thick of it, and that is your first chance to get out. Like I really thought, you know, at the beginning of that season, that something was going to go really, really wrong yeah. in that episode, and then Glenn's voice it's comes through, Glenn. and it's oh, I'm going to start crying Glenn. again. I know. Did you cry? Oh. Uh, it's, it seems like really terrible to say, but not for Abraham because I, for no, whatever I, reason, I, I wanted him to, if I was like, if, anyone if anybody, should die, yeah, it should be Abraham because we or like even you. Aaron. Like, I like Aaron, but you know, he we have yeah, a built a relationship, really you know. Him. I don't like Sasha, I, I kind of wanted her to die too. Oh, really? I like her. I She's, know. Yeah. I, anyway. I feel bad because I like her in interviews, but I don't <laughs> like No, my whole thing was nobody had spoiled it for me. I knew a couple hints at Glenn from people who had read the comic yeah. books. And my whole thing with these writers is that you don't always stick to the script. They don't always stick yeah. to, like, what the comic books do. And so I, for whatever reason, thought it was going to be Abraham because he was having a weird, like, epiphany, a sort of emotional crisis in leading up to the end of season six. And if you notice, mm -hmm. they kill off characters right after they come to some sort of weird epiphany. Yeah. There seems to be a pattern with that. And so I saw him kind of going yeah. that way, and I'm like, yeah, he's going to, you know, have this sort of, like, ray of hope in his life, and then they're going to kill him. Yeah. That seems to be sort of the, the thing. And so I really thought it would be Abraham. And then I'd heard, you know, maybe there was going to be a second death. And the, that second death oh. was the one that I did not know. Yeah. And I could not predict. And I thought maybe it would be Glenn because everybody's expecting them to go off script. Yeah, because they were saying they should kill off Glenn because that's what happens in the comics. And they were right. steering, gearing way off the comics. Right. However, it's like you already made us think Glenn had died earlier. That's Why what would I thought. you do that again? Yeah. Second of all, they've been getting a lot of shit for killing a lot of minority characters, if you will. Yeah. And I was like, well, Glenn is the only Asian. Right. So why right. would you kill off that? And right. Then, but, but also, obviously, we all love him. And that's, I think, what they were going for. I mean, they you know, people it. were going to say what what they're going to say about the whole race. It, thing, it but he does die in the comics, and it is supposed to be an emotional thing. Everybody yeah. loves this character. Everybody admires and, and wants the best for this character. And to kill him off is an extremely emotional moment. Because I don't think they'll ever kill off Carl and Rick. Well, maybe Rick now, but I think I'm thinking Carl. if they kill off Rick at all, it'll probably be like at the very, very end. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's either Glenn or Daryl, and no one wants either one to die. And I thought maybe it'd be Daryl because there were some rumors floating around that the actor, Norman Reedus, yeah. was wanting to do other projects. Well, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the way, <laughs> Norman Reedus, do it don't on you your, dare. <laughs> do it on your off time, okay? Like, you made a commitment to us, okay? <laughs> I just love his arms. Oh, my God. I watch it. I'm like, I love that he never the wears the fan sleeves. base that is built up around that character oh, is just insane. God. And, and then, he was invented. 
We'll get in that. Oh, oh, it's yeah. It's not in the comments. Uh, no, 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 but yeah, I remember the, the tank top you showed me, that tank top. Oh, yeah, yeah, says, so I found a tank top, <laughs> and it said, run like there's zombies chasing you. Yeah, so they run like there's zombies behind you, and Daryl is ahead waiting on his motorcycle. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, yes. Where are my tennis shoes? I'm on it. Like, oh. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then... Um, was his name? Negan was like, you guys are a bunch of pussies. And I'm like, right. yeah, we are, you little dickwad. <laughs> be like, don't you, fuck you, pussies bleed every month. <laughs> so I was like, I got like very feminist about it. I'm like, I used to like you on Supernatural. I used to like you on Weeds. You were my favorite in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, but I don't like you right now. I don't know if I But if anything, this shows you the range that the actor is I know. Of. He is so talented. I know talented. that this is probably like his biggest compliment. Yeah. If I ever went, I'm like, you're an asshole now. And he's like, really? You really believe I'm mean? Well, yeah. Wasn't he, and correct me if I'm wrong, I could totally be wrong because I haven't seen this movie in years. Yeah. Um, P.S. I love you. No, no, no. He is. Yeah. A, see? He's the man. See, she he's, he's the guy that everybody wants to eventually fall in I love with. He's clever daddy. that they... He's, they casted him because we know he's charming. Oh, he and charms you in oh, every. He, yeah, and there's thing just something does. very attractive about him. Yeah, um, but to make him such a despicable character, and he plays it well. He's he does. so smooth. Like you, you could tell that he was just enjoying every minute of that filming. He was oh. enjoying the role, and you really bought it. You really bought into oh. this. Like, who is this psychopath? Oh, you so know, tough. Um. In the van, when he finally gets the the, the hatchet and everything like mm-hmm. that, I know that I would have been one of those people who would have chit-chatted with Negan. Like, I'm one of those people, when I get scared, I just start talking. Would he have let you is the question. Well, it seems like he's like, <laughs> he, you know, he'd be like, do you understand this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, he starts kind of like talking about lyric. He, he sings kind of like lyrical banter, sort of. Not singing, but the... The things he said. Yeah, yeah he so I would have sang along. Like, I get you. I get you. That's fine. No, he wanted to say like, "I own you. You work for me." Like he kept repeating yeah. those lines. And it's, it's I probably would have like this slept. mantra that he wants people to buy into. And that's what. So that's a little later, but we'll get to it now. I think what's the scariest about him is he has a god complex, and I don't think we've ever met that, really. Not really, and we haven't we met have. somebody with a god complex that has a, a distinct group of followers that buy into it. That's it's true. almost like a cult that yes. he has around him. Because when he's like, you're going to cut off your son's arm mm-hmm. or I kill everyone. Right. And I am and I was like, okay, either people were really good at keeping this secret from me because it's been five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, or he stops in the last second, which is basically from the Bible. Right? So from Old Testament, people, a lot of atheists use this against anybody who follows religion, is, you know, um, Abraham finally has a son, Mm -hmm. it's Ishmael. And he said, and God says, sacrifice your son. Sacrifice your son. And then he goes and he gets to the last second. And he stops him. And he stops him. Now, what happened is back in that time period, they used to sacrifice their children. Right. Right? Because they were polytheistic, they would sacrifice something. For right. the God of there was a prized goat, right. or your eldest son, Something. or yeah. So the, the story is like God's like, I never wanted that. 
we're monotheistic now, and just so you know, I never would want you to kill your own child. Mm-hmm. Right? That was the kind of like the moral story of, right. of that. So I was like, oh, no, he's not. It's mercy. It's mercy. He's showing mercy. Well, which, uh, no, no, no. He, no. he wanted to make sure that Abraham is going to be a follower. That uh, was the test. Rick. No, I'm going back to the Old oh, Testament. Oh, you go back to the Old Testament. Okay, so sorry. the whole point is God wanted to make sure Abraham will be a follower of him. No matter what, right? The test was: Will you ch- kill your child after so many years? Exactly. Now that is, and I was like, basically, Negan is doing that too. Are you going to be a follower, or are you? And if you don't follow me, you're going to pay the my wrath and stuff like that. Right. But and there's I'm, also a psychological element to that because it's not just you know I can make you do anything. It's it's, it's not just that. He's proving that by putting in that scenario to begin with. But by pulling back the last second, it means that he's capable of granting mercy and that is also in his power. And so Oh, I didn't when see you that. have yeah yeah when you I have that, that complex he, at play you have this sort of because if, if somebody is evil outright and they're just unforgiving and they're killing everybody, it's easier to want to combat them. But if you find that you can work for their mercy, it's a lot more simple to buy into that. See, I thought it was he wouldn't want to injure Carl because he's like that's an extra hand that could work for me. No, that's and that's that's probably also playing. But into you're it, also but seeing there's a the psychological like, go- element. The governor had no mercy. Exactly. And so he was very, very easy to despise, and automatically they were going to do anything to shut him down. Whereas, this is different. Okay. Yeah, so the power to take things yeah. and to take things away and to give them back. So ah, have, yeah, so. this is why we have conversation. <laughs> but. Um, okay. Yes, the picnic scene was so heartbreaking. I, yeah. I heard about that, and I'm like, what? And At that point, I was just like, "You writers, now you're just being jerks." Like, I know. <laughs> just giving this like this this false ray of. Like, I liked <laughs> how they filmed it because when I was I was at a family gathering and they they had like children, so they wouldn't let me watch the show. Of course. So yeah. I would check Twitter because they wanted to just know who died. Oh. And, okay. and people were like, "This is ridiculous! It's 15 minutes in, and we don't know yet, and all that stuff." <laughs> but now that I had known and I could watch it, I'd be like, "It is harder because it's really interesting because you're like that." What joke? What is Negan talking about? What joke? The any miny mo joke, or why is there blood mm-hmm. on um, Rick's face? Is it his blood? Is it right? It's Abraham's. And then the real thing. And then he's like, "Did I kill your right hand man?" And I'd be like, "Did Glenn die already?" Or well, I was thinking of Daryl. Or Daryl. Yeah. And you're like, and, and we're like, so it was. It was very cool how they did that, knowing who died. If I was watching it at the time, and I'd be like shit tell me who died (laughs) so also i think they have spy megan is planting spies oh it's very possible like he has people like living in the woods watching them or something because when maggie's like we gotta get strong we gotta fight back we gotta kill him if i were like if i was one of the characters i'd probably like hug her and whisper like we will but we got this is gonna take time Mm mm-hmm Right? I think Rick is broken and he's not going to risk it. Rick was it. shattered yeah. at the end of that show. But I done. think Miss, like, uh, Sasha or Michonne, they'll be like, we will fight back, but we got to be smart about this. If Carol was there, I think a lot of more 
it, it would have been different. I think it would have been a lot different. Carol she, already went through the worst kind of trauma. Right. And she keeps getting stronger. She knows how to play the game. Except for her little breakdown towards the end there. But I think that's just a, a momentary lapse. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But she's good at playing. Like, you know, she played like the ditzy little housewife when they exactly. first get into Alexandria. Then she, you know, she got them out of Terminus. Terminus. Terminus? What is the place? Terminus. Terminus. <laughs> she got them out there. So you're like, I just wish Carol was there. I feel like it would have been different between her and Negan. See, I don't know because I feel like Carol is one of those characters. She's already, number one, she's already lost everything. Um, yeah. She's been abused, you know, by her husband. Mm-hmm. Thank God died right off the bat. Yeah, right. He, she lost her daughter in a very agonizing and psychological way where oh. she was actually lost. Like, you actually did not know what happened to her yes. for so long. So she, that was mentally torturing on the on top of the fact that at the end you find out that there was never hope. Um, and she goes through this whole process of being kicked out of the group and yes. then brought back in. And she's become this extremely strong character where she has had to deal with quite a bit. And I feel like she might have tried to stand up to Negan. Yeah. And that would have been really disastrous for her it or could somebody have. else. Or she would have known how to play the game. Where she would be Possibly. like, yes, Negan, I am your servant or your slave. Right. Or, and I feel like this could be it, Negan would be like, well, Carol's a strong asset. I want her mixed to me. Like, he would see, recognize right. that she's strong, right. too. He would play try to find a way to recruit her. Oh, it's just, I hope they, they meet up. I'd be fascinated. They probably will. Now, what I'm predicting for the show is that we're seeing, um, we're seeing Maggie set up in a way that makes me think that there's something that, down the road for her. Yeah. So... Maggie has lost everything. She has lost Beth. That was the last. Oh, that was the that other was... time that I cried in the show. Oh my god! So she has lost her sister. Yeah. She has lost her. I mean, early her dad. Her dad, but even before her. that, was her her mother. Wow. That's um, right. So now she's lost Glenn. She it's up in the air whether or not she'll lose this baby. She's going to be put into a scenario where I think she's going to grow into leadership. Because they were already sort of staging that at the beginning, the end mm-hmm. of season six. Yeah. They were already having her do some of the negotiations, things like that. So she has nothing to lose anymore except that baby. And if she loses that, I really think that she might end up being Negan's worst nightmare down the road. I hope so. I actually really hope that it's her that takes the I revenge. I kind of think it's like, let Rick rest. <laughs> Rick needs a break. Yeah. <laughs> and I do like Negan's point. He's like, I think you're addicted to being... A ruler, I'd be like, not as addicted as you, clearly. But I'd be like, let Carol, let Michonne, let let Daryl, somebody mm-hmm. else take the reins, because Rick is just shattered. He has two kids to care for. Exactly. Well, He's and got all this, this show does a really great job in how it treats its female characters. Mm-hmm. I that is something I've been a fan of since the beginning. Yeah. You these female characters are not the love interest. They're not no. the damsels in distress. <laughs> they are just as wicked and as bad as the men. They have just as much to contend with. Um, I think in the beginning you were kind of annoyed 
And I, I don't know if it's just, I feel like that's, like, Lori and Andrea, a lot of people got annoyed with them. Yes. People didn't really like Beth. I was one of those people until well, the very end. Beth had to, yeah, grow on you. Yeah. But that's what's really great about what the, how these writers treat the characters, is yeah. they allow them to evolve, and not just evolve in some sort of stereotypical mm-hmm. way. Like, there is some true psychological evolution that happens yes. with these characters. And you're right, that they do equal chance for both genders, mm-hmm. which is really good. I mean, just how they've treated treated Carol, you know, and her mm, becoming Carol. so strong. Yeah. And I really feel like Maggie is the next in line that they might actually try to give her a moment to take on the role of leadership. Yeah. So I see that. Two more thoughts okay. from episode one, season seven. Other than I cried my eyes out when she was oh, alone. Yeah. It's when that wide shot that's when the tears came. Like the, they they're like, let us go bury them. Oh, and so okay. she is by herself in these two pools of blood, and that's when I started crying mm-hmm. uncontrollably. Um, oh, yeah, and then somebody, a friend of mine was texting me. He was like, want to hang out later? And I'm like, I, I can't. Wait, I, I typed, I uh, pasted it. I can't. I'm watching Walking Dead, and I can barely move my fingers to type this. I'm in so much shock. <laughs> like, okay, have fun. <laughs> I think for those of you who don't watch... The Walking Dead. I mean, number one, it is so worth your time. I know. There is so much that happens in this show. And you, you gotta, I think you gotta sit through a couple seasons because we have to admit the first two seasons, it there's all sorts of complaints, you know, and issues. It, ta- it takes a while to warm up. Yeah. But they say it's binge-worthy, especially it's, when you do. I have binge-watched this show and I'm almost ashamed to admit it probably six or seven times straight through. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I have it go. like, I'll work out in my apartment. And yeah. I'll have it. Like, yeah. it's just, it's good background noise and, like, I fall it's asleep true. to it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, I was just thinking insane how much I like this show. <laughs> if you heard zombies but they were a little further away, just, knew, like, I felt like when he was on top of the rock van, like, I don't know, but the the zombie noises are kind of comforting. Yeah, well, it's what they've said about this show is that they've made the zombies sort of a background element of the environment. Like the zombies are not really the point of the show. That was like, my other comment about the last scene we see. Yeah, with this walker that Rick just keeps staring at as he drives away with his family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's two things I feel like. One is I feel like Rick is jealous of this walker. Like, what if he's like, that lucky bastard is mm-hmm. dead and just hunting for brains. And the second one is, he's the least of our problems. Right. Well, I think what you end up with, this sort of dynamic between the living and the walkers, mm-hmm. is it starts out like any other typical zombie flick where, of mm-hmm. course, like these are the ultimate evil, the, these are the ultimate danger. Yeah. Um, and you start to see, as the show evolves and the seasons go on, which is worse, the living or the dead? Yeah. And at this point, it looks like the living are worse than the dead. Like, they're, they're, they're more violent, they're more dangerous, they're more cruel to each other. The dead are just sort of a, an unfortunate environmental effect, yeah. you know. They, they, they're such a side piece at this point. And I remember they said, like, for each human, there's a thousand zombies. Oh, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Towards, like, in the first couple of seasons. Right, like, right, Oh, boy. But now, like, we don't even care about the zombies. No. You can handle the zombies. You can't handle the living. Right. Who can you trust? Exactly. And we'll, we'll discuss that. I also was thinking, you know how in uh, Game of Thrones, you watch that show? 
some. Okay. I, I'm struggling through season two. Just keep it up. I know. Because then you'll I know. People, people tell come me back. it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so <laughs> I have a friend that will, yeah, you could talk Tyler. to her, Tyler, yes. Yeah, oh my God, we used to watch oh it, we would talk God. about it as we would have Monday classes, and then Sunday was the episode. My only thing is the blatant sexism, but uh, people tell me that that goes away. It kind of like, does. Yeah. But that comes back to, like, the, the guys who wrote the show and the book, like the guy mm-hmm. who wrote the book, Martin, whatever. Anyway, he, he did research. He's like, you know, there's a lot of rape and a lot of war, but that's what they did. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he did the research, and I feel like in The Walking Dead, do they do the research to say like war torn countries, or some like how do you know that a Negan's going to exist in a world of zombies? So, because if you take a zombie out, but you put another conflict in, I'm sure this kind of and, and apparently the comics are so much more violent, right? And that's one thing that I was thinking about with this show. I'm like, you know. I've done a lot of research on on women's rights and and not just like, you know, in the last century, but over um, the history of civilization. Mm -hmm. Like you go back to um, pre, I I guess, you know, we'll call it BC, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that they talk about when a society falls apart or when war happens or some sort of devastation or famine, whatever, what have you. Yeah. One of the first things to go, oddly enough, and it's been proven over history, is women's rights. Interesting. One of the first things that happens right. to the population is you see some sort of decline in the treatment of women, whether that's rape, whether that's, you know, new laws on morality or, or religious institutions that get put into place that um, oppress women. Um, it, they, they show this pattern. There's this really great, great documentary I'll have to show you. But mm-hmm. anyway, one of the things with The Walking Dead I've noticed is that they haven't really touched on that, at least in the, in the show. Terminus, they showed that, right? Right, yeah. They showed that for a brief moment, and I was surprised. I'm like, the world is falling apart. Why, you know, isn't there more violence against women? This is one of those things. Mm -hmm. You have, you know, where they they want power or food or territory, but rape is definitely a really big thing, especially when you have roaming bands of these sort of outlaws, I guess. And so... It seems like either they're they're just not that's just going to be a non issue. They're not going to talk about that, uh, or you know, this is some weird. You know, <laughs> one of the so I was asking, I would be like, is this episode worse than the episode where Carl almost gets raped? Because that's the one that I was screaming my head off. Mm-hmm. Because on unfo- and I knew it was unfortunate. But that we expect the women to get in, like it was like even if Sophia was there, right. she would have been raped. Michonne was like, "They're gonna, they're gonna rape me." Okay, I, I got to deal right. with right. And it's not but that when it's they any went better. after Carl, who's a fourteen-year-old boy, you're like, "Okay, now you're deranged." Because when does that happen in history? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like children are the next to come after yeah, women. That's you know, true. children are the next to be victimized. But I think. Not that I want to see any of this. I'm just saying right. it's a social element that you would think would be a lot more prevalent. Yeah. And, and it's really not in the show. And not that, you know. Right. Do you want to you read the comics? I don't. Comic, I've never been able to get into comic books. Neither have I. I but it's not my thing. Like, like the <laughs> governor hates Michonne that he rapes her. Oh, does he? So I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. He, I think he even rapes Lori or something. He, he's very violent towards the women. 
It doesn't surprise me because it's, it's kind of messed up. They and they played on that with Maggie in that one scene where he yeah that's take right her shirt and her bra off yeah. Um, but you're right; it's not that explicit to towards women like right, which is you know actually I'm okay with in one sense, but then you know the realism kind of yeah comes apart. Um, but I mean, I guess outside of that, um, I do like how they treat women otherwise. I, I, I right, do like that they give them a chance to have actual motives mm-hmm. outside of family and love and all of those silly, stupid stereotypes that everybody associates mm-hmm. with women. And, you know, women have the same motives of power, of revenge, of survival. Mm-hmm. They're just as willing to be violent and kill people, what's, you know, whatever is necessary. And I really feel like that treatment of women is... is and I, I think, think they they moved on to it a little. Like, remember in season two, Andrea's like, why do I have to stay and take care of Beth, who's suicidal? Right. When I, I that's the one thing it. I appreciate about Andrea. Yeah. You know, and I was like, it's starting that whole conversation. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. We all have to. I'm like, yeah. Make, and, and I... I was like, well, why can't Dale come and take care of Beth and Andrea? Right, right, right. That kind of, and it was just questioning that. Eventually, they moved on to it, and everyone, yeah, was taking care of each other. Well, and yeah, exactly, and I think that's how Tyrese would take care of the baby, and Carol went to go. Tyrese. So my two favorite characters were always Dale and Tyrese, and they were the voice of reason. Mm Oh, everybody oh, loved Daryl. Or, sorry, not Daryl. Dale. 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 I always like No. Him. Nobody liked Dale until he died. And I'm right, like, yeah, he's no. fucking mean. I, oh, God. Every time I watch that, I'm like, watching it with somebody new. They're like, Dale. I, no, I loved Dale. Um, Part of it was also because I'm was i a huge Frank Darabont fan, and mm-hmm. he is in a lot of Frank Darabont movies, and he okay. always is the voice of reason. Well, and he's, he's, he's like everybody's grandpa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> in the comics, he and Andrea end up together. Oh, they get married There's and then they get different. Yeah. So. so it's just, it's so funny when they like fought. And then, so then I did invite some research. Fun fact, people. <laughs> okay, so Frank Darabont helped mm-hmm. create the show, basically, right? right? He was the executive producer. By season two, he, there was like all sorts, of, we don't really know what happened. They don't talk about it, but he basically left and was also fired. Okay. It's a little bit of both. All right. I don't know a lot of this, but um, yeah. So his good friend, the guy who played Dale, Dale was like, I want to quit the show because I'm, I'm loyal to Frank. Right. So the writer's like, okay, fine. So then they wrote the scene that he would die the way he died in season two. And then mm-hmm. after a while, he's like, actually, I would like to stay on. I really like this show. And I don't know if he and Frank are still, fr- like, Frank gave him his right. cousin. But the writer's like, I'm sorry, we already put the cost in. We put all this, like, it's too expensive to write this differently that you would live. So he ended up dying. Yeah. Now, Frank is suing AMC and it's still going on. I just checked. They're going to oh, court in 2018. I so, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Like the, yeah. Ugh. It's, so let's go. How did you start watching the show? Because I watched it because I liked Andrew Lincoln, not just from Love Actually. <laughs> that's what everybody knows um, <laughs> but I loved it when people are watching it and I'm like he's from Love Action and they're like oh my god thank you like people always know where he's from and I'm like don't yeah. but I also it was like my hubby Frank was the creator and uh, he directed the first episode and he was heavily okay. involved in the first season gotcha. it was like I want to watch your show yeah 
And did you know that it was supposed they were trying to make it for HBO and that Thomas Jane was going to be Rick? Do you know Thomas Jane? I'm not familiar. Well, Google him, people. But All I'm right. Googling him now for Danielle. Yeah, the wait, Thomas I'm sorry. Jane. I wish I was more nerdy about these things, but I'm not. <laughs> so I feel if like you I should catch up. So. Noticed a lot of people on the show worked with Frank, Dale, Andrea. A lot of the uh, Carol is in a lot of stuff with Frank Darabont, mostly The Mist, which is a great, sad horror film. And um, oh, god, I'm so glad that it's um, this Andrew Lincoln, yeah, him, he's yeah. gonna be it. No, so I'm, I'm glad have, it was Andrew Lincoln. I, I am too, yeah. so like that's Andrea cleaned up with a haircut, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a really sad uh movie. But they, they were all signed out, and then HBO didn't pick it up, and then all sorts of stuff happened. Then they got Andrew Lincoln, they got AMC, and then mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Jane was like, maybe I'll do a guest star, and then Frank left, and then it just fell apart. It's not coming. Right. So that is how it began. How did you start watching it? So I was a little bit weird. Uh, as with anything that I eventually end up liking, I start out extremely resistant for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I I am definitely one of those people where it's like if, if everybody is watching it, I'm going to sit there and be like, well, I'm not going to watch it. You know, like I'm gonna have this. Attitude. I have a feeling <laughs> when Tyler and I do Game of Thrones, you'll be in the room. I'm trying. I am trying with Game of Thrones. Just <laughs> give me give me some time. But anyway, um, no, no, no. And I, I remember like I had a really specific set of like zombie flicks that I liked. Yeah. And when it came out, again, I don't read comics. I'm sure there's some purists out there. They're gonna be like, God, no. Anyway, um, I don't read graphic novels, don't read comics. It's not a format that I've ever cared about. Yeah. And so I was not aware that this already existed. And so all I saw was Netflix, you know, The Walking Dead. And I'm like, what is this some cheap knockoff of like the zombie trend, right? And so, you know, eventually people started watching it and they were telling me about it. And about season three, I think my cousin. Um, finally talked it up enough that I was like, okay, I'll watch, you know, a couple episodes or a yeah. season and, and say that I did it, I'll make him happy. So, but I had to, like, make two attempts because the first time I watched it, I kid you not, without trying, it was, like, some night in October where there was literally a storm going on mm-hmm. and the power was kind of in and out and I was oh. sitting on my laptop alone in my apartment in the dark and the windows were rattling and I don't get a kick out of things being scary like yeah. that. Yeah. So you're like, okay, well, I'm watching that. <laughs> I'm watching this episode and I get to the end and I'm like, you know, I, I'm good. I, I'm yeah. going <laughs> to put this away. Because like, it was, you know, it was like midnight. I kid you not. And, and without planning it, it was just like thunderstorms. And it was like, I could not have picked a worse night to try to watch this. Um, then when did you... Do watch it, it was it was like a month or two after that. I was okay. like, okay, I need to actually put some real effort in, and I the rest is history. Like I watched, I think it was after the second episode, mm-hmm. I bought into it. I didn't yeah. even have to wait a few seasons. I was just episode two. Yeah. I'm like, cool, I'm on this, and yeah. then I I binge watched because again it was like I think everybody was on season three. Okay, so season one and two were on Netflix. Okay, so I binged all the way through season two. And then, and then followed it ever yeah. since. Yeah. I still remember that when Sophia was found, mm-hmm. I was 
visiting my friend in Boston. And I was like, I know I'm here visiting you, but tonight is the season finale of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I don't, we have no idea where Sophia is. I think we're going to find out that. And she's like, fine, you loser. So she went and she read a book. Or she watched something on her laptop with headphones. Okay. And I was allowed to go watch The Walking Dead. And then when she comes out, I was freaking out. (laughs) And she's like, I don't know what's going on. It's just a show. I'm like, shut up, woman. I was heartbroken. It's just a show. Yeah. But then um, the guy who plays Glenn... Uh, he was saying this show is wor- is a binge worthy show. Oh, definitely. Because he's like, for fans who waited seven weeks, and I did. I waited seven weeks to find out what happened to Sophia. He's like, no one's gonna do that now. So yeah. when I heard that Glenn might have di- like, what I used to do is binge watch the show, even now. Mm-hmm. So. I heard, like, Glenn might be dead. And I'm like, hold on, we got to wait three weeks. They always have that one weird episode in the middle of it mm-hmm. where, like, let's see what Morgan did. And we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of deviation from the main storyline. Yeah. Which, which I was like, that is so what Lost used to do. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Lost. Yeah, let's not even get into First that First season, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, then, then it got I, weird. Then it got uh, bad. Yeah. Anyway, so... So I was like, I'll just wait. And, and sure enough, because I don't mind spoilers, like, oh, no, he's alive. I'm like, yeah, I knew it. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't have to, like, freak out because I didn't watch everything. Right. So I didn't have to concentrate so much. Like, it does take mind. Like, I'm freaking out now. Right. Well, for, for me, when Glenn fell off, we're talking mm-hmm. middle of season seven when he fell off the dumpster because Nick, the whole thank you moment, right? Yeah. Um. And when he landed on the ground, for me, just because I I, I, I knew that the Negan moment was coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm like, this is definitely not the Negan moment. This is more one of those, you know. Oh, you had heard that he died. I had already Negan. heard because I have some people who do read the comic yeah. books and they've kind of dropped like a few bits of information, yeah. um, which I've told them to stop doing because then I expect things. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Anyway, um, when he hit the ground, the angle was all wrong. Like the way that the intestines were coming out, it was too high on his chest. Ooh, and I knew <laughs> I knew the way that he landed, he landed with the guy on top of him. And so yeah. when, the, when the intestines were coming out of his upper chest area, I was like, that's not right. You oh, know? that's good. See, I hadn't watched it, so I didn't know. I was like, I, I would rather not watch it and think about it and dissect it. Right. And just wait. And because I did obviously watch the season finale... And people were dissecting the eeny, miny, mo, and that's when they were like, I oh, think God. it's Abraham. I No, I think it's Daryl. No, I think it's... The, the memes at that time were so funny, because I remember there was one where you're looking up at Negan, and he's pointing yeah. at that, and I think the meme has something, Walking Dead fans be like, um, study the angle of the trees. Like, you know, like, no, but it's true. That's what people were doing. People were like, well, according to that angle, it had to be, you know. If I, I was better at <laughs> math and science, I would totally be You know, one people of were like getting out the geometry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I respect that. And I read their reports. <laughs> so that's why I was a little bit like, oh, it's going to be Abraham. But yeah, oh, it was so cute. While I was doing research, apparently Stephen, oh god, um, his parents 
would be like, you need to thank Carol for saving your life. He's like, you know it's a show. And they're like, I don't care. Call Carol. And he's like, Melissa, thank you for saving my life. She's like, no problem. It was the writers. <laughs> but it was so cute that his own parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I don't even want to know how they handled this now. Oh, God. Oh, no. That made me so sad. <laughs> Stop. But let me tell you, I hated Maggie in the beginning. I'm like, you really? are... Because Glenn is the sweetest man. Oh, but I thought it was such a cute interplay it, between it the ended, two of them. It ended yeah. up that she deserved him. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, she is just using you because she wants some D. You know? And I'd be like, hey, you need to work. wrong with that. Not that's with Glenn. <laughs> not with Glenn. Not with my boy. Hey, I didn't see Glenn fighting her. <laughs> no. That's true. It's like, he needs... Partner, he needs somebody who loves him and respects him. And then eventually it happens. And I love that. And they get a ring for her. Oh, yeah. And it just went from, like, oh, I really like this girl. I love her. To, where's my wife? And we're like, when did you guys get married? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They just, it was unspoken between them that they were husband and wife. Right. And then I was like, you know what, Maggie? You do. You you good. I like you. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just... She's really grown up. I remember yeah. she was kind of the the ballsy farm girl. Yeah. You know, she's going to, my way or the highway, she's going to do things, you know, um, how she wants. And and I think with her, she's one of those girls, like, when she's, she's getting, you know, the character. Yeah. One of those girls where she's not going to, you know, be played with. Yeah. With a guy. So I think a lot of her messing with Glenn was kind of testing the waters on that. Yeah. Obviously... Glenn was the biggest sweetheart in the most amazing. Like, I, when the bat came down on his head, because he was facing Daryl, and then he turned and whack, and Glenn's face came up. Number one, I couldn't look at it. Like, I had one glance, and then I I just looked away and just listened, because I couldn't look at it. Yeah. But that was the moment I started crying, because I knew after that first hit, like, it's over. Yeah. And I and knew, like, yeah. I'm just like, why? Why did you take that character? Like, I know. Be like, you can kill your genes. A little useless. bit in love with Glenn. Every girl's a little bit in love with him. He really like, is your dream. Oh, he like, is. He's, he's the moral man. center of the entire story. Yes. Yeah. But Daryl, who has the arms? arms and the motorcycle what else do you need like (laughs) no um you know there's rick but he was like a leader but you always want not necessarily the leader you want the head the moral center which was why i loved dale and tyrese and of course glenn so you look at look at all of these characters who are dying with with some exceptions exceptions but you have Tyrese, by the way, that one came out of the blue right after Beth, and I... That was the next episode, right? Yeah, that was after the mid-season break. That's right. And they and I'm like, why? Why? Like, the, that was the one death where I'm like, I don't understand the reason behind that, yeah. because Tyrese is just so, you know, he is this, this big, scary bouncer type, like, yeah, you know, like, right. you know, he's got the muscle, but he's, he's the biggest teddy bear. I know. Like, he's the sweetest. He's got a moral center like no other. He's, you know, taking care of the baby. I was like, kill his sister, not him. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, you, you start to realize with, who was Sasha's? Um, Bob. Bob. All I like these characters. Death. So you've got uh, Beth, you've got Bob, you've got Tyrese Glenn, um, and a couple of others, where they, they have a strong moral center, Dale. 
They have That's a strong, true. there's a purity to them. And there's a few exceptions, like Abraham, I wouldn't really consider in that category. But he also had, like, I need a help. Yeah, yeah. He's right around the is. edges, but he was a good guy, of course. But I loved him. He was like, suck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but I think what the writers are doing is they're slowly taking away all of the purest characters. Mm. And they're really trying to get into the depths of the human psyche. Like, that's what I like about the show. They're really good into the depths of the human psyche. Like, there are no pure. But People. I feel like Michonne is turned and that she's going to be pure. Now that with this theory, I'm mm-hmm. scared because I don't want her to die. No, no. They, if, I swear to God, if they go after Michonne, I'm done. Like, Who has best wait. introduction in television yeah, I, I was about to say, oh my God, just coming in with the samurai sword and the hood in the middle of the woods. You're like, with the, the hell two is zombies. With the two lockers. And I was yeah. like, Eugene. And the way that she ended up that way, we get a sleep sneak preview of what happened to her that mm-hmm. made her so exactly cold in a way. Now, what's really going to be interesting is Negan's history. That I can't. You wait. know, he didn't start out this way. He was that probably be, like the dork, and then or, or yeah, or something, something. Something tragic had to have happened to him because the way the way that they write this, he's it would be too simple to always have had him be the bully. Yeah. To always have had him be some sort of bad guy or some ex-convict that escaped from prison or whatever. Or that would be too simple. gained so many followers. He has to be a people reader to, right. to know how so to get you know there followers. is something really interesting yeah. in his background that either happened or several interesting things yeah. that are going to possibly come up. The whole time he was, like, picking on um, Carl, I was like, do you have children? Because I can't tell. I feel like he would. Well, I don't know. I heard, and again, from my comic book friends, and I don't know the extent of this, but I heard that he takes a fascination with Carl at some point. Yeah, I heard like, that Carl becomes like a fan of his, like a follower of his. Right, well. right. And however that's going to play out, but it makes me kind of wonder, like, maybe he, maybe he never had children, but maybe he had a son who was not strong enough and who mm. died, and now he's looking at this 14-year-old, I don't know how old Carl is now. He started out such a baby face, and now look at him. He's like a teenage boy. He is a teenage and boy. You know they what? have to figure out how Carl to do is, Carl was a character I really disliked, because I was like, this right. little brat. Like, if that was my kid, I would smack him outside the head. You Lori know? was a bad mother. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that goes without saying. Because, every, like, I remember in season two, she's like, Carl, stay in the house. and be like, no, bitch, you watch him. <laughs> he is a little shit. He's not going to listen to you. No, and he was, he was horrible. He was on the verge of being a psychopath. Remember when he shot that kid? Point blank in the face when he was out. That was outside the prison. I think it was season four. Oh yeah, you're or right. Season three. I can't remember. But no. But I think it's after once he his dad's like dying on the couch when the fire. Yeah, happened. there was that whole scene. That yeah. scene is like when he got his act together. Yep. Yeah, and he thinks he. I think it was when he thought he lost Judith. He's right. like, I can't. I can't be a little shit anymore. I have exactly. to be brave. And so I think that's what I like. The evolution of Carl has been really yeah. significant because I hated him. Now I love him. I think I he's great. I, um, I love. He was the only one who like talked back at him. Watch, they're gonna make us hate yeah. him again because he's gonna start following Negan. But anyway, back to my original yeah. point. Um, I think my guess is, and this is gonna be too simple. So watch it not be the same. <laughs> <laughs> because these writers, the, the one thing that's great about these writers is they always do exactly what you expect and then they flip the tables on you just so you know you're yeah. not in control. Like They're naked. Yeah, they are. Anyway, 
I'm, I'm, my guess is maybe he had a son or a nephew or yeah. some kid that wasn't strong enough that maybe died towards the beginning, and he's taking one look at this Carl kid, this strong, you know, yeah. sort of, you know, he's strong for his age in this world. Yeah. And there's something that Negan likes about that. Probably, you know? yeah. Or he goes after Judith. He wants Judith to be his little protege. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. You notice how she's kind of fallen into the background. You don't see much of her. Um, yeah, I guess they're trying, you know, part of the research is they're like, obviously with Carl, at this age, they're going to grow up fast, his voice is changing already, right. he's grown taller and stuff, so how are you going to, it's like the two big time periods is like baby through toddler and teenage years, right? Right. So like, well, let's figure out how how much years have spanned before we bring Judith back, because we got to figure out how Carl's going to end up. Exactly. So I think, and that's always the tough part. Well, and that's the other thing with, with child care, going back to the sort of roles of, of men and women in this show, is that I, I've been really impressed that, yes, to an extent, you know, they've had Carol look after her at a certain point, and then, uh, you know, a couple different women have been sort of watching Judith, mm-hmm. but you also notice that Tyrese had a moment where he was in charge of Judith. Yeah, um, now the, the priest is now in charge of Judith. You see that he is constantly and watching her. The reason why they were doing that, I feel like that was the thing, they're like broken inside, that they're like, give me the child, I want innocence, and then they Mm-hmm. pick it up and they're like so like Tyrese he's like I killed the man because he was trying to kill Judith right um, Carol was taking care of the children until she was strong enough to really protect anyone right right the priest was like I need to protect them so I'm gonna watch Judith and then he gives mm-hmm. Judith to like the neighbor and then he fights and then, right. so I guess like the children allow strength like a purpose for these people Right, and I think the with the priest, I think the the relationship between Judith and the priest is one of those really minimal ones, mm-hmm. but there's some significance to that, because if you look at the priest and how he was not such a great guy, no. he betrayed the group, and even before that, he's possibly responsible for a bunch of deaths, right. you know, by shutting people out of the church, and he's had this sort of, like, very strong moral dilemma, and I think he's sort of found himself again, but... He has to earn back the respect of the group. You know, he has to earn back his role in the group. And the best way to do that, the most appropriate way to do that, is to take care of one of their most valuable assets, which is the baby, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that really, um, that's a good role for him. Yeah. Yeah. So before I watched season seven, they had... um, a, a series of interviews with the actors and the writers and the creators mm-hmm. of seasons one through six. So I started watching that, and I thought okay. that would be good. So one thing they pointed out, and they're like, this world, they've never seen a zombie movie, or a film. they don't know that these... It never that's, existed. That's, yeah. And I, was, I, I never about thought about it, and I'm like, yeah. that makes sense. Because they never say zombie. They say walkers. Mm-hmm. They say roamers. Things like that. Geeks. Going back to Glenn when he first called. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> Your face. For those of you who can't see, you know, it went from her having this slight smirk to just like this automatic, like, <laughs> like, oh god, the world is ending, face. <laughs> no, um, 
And that's that's what I tell people. I've been trying to get people, different people, to watch it and like just imagine a world where zombies don't exist. That is not a term. That is not a thing. And then there were a few things that are different too because it was airborne, the virus that right was it airborne in the beginning? They so never the, address it. Yes, it. Well, well. Wait, My are we season, talking comics or are we talking? No, no, no. So we at first we thought bit. When you get bit, you turn into a zombie, right. right? Have you seen Fear the Walking Dead? We'll get into this. Keep going. We will. Yeah. Um, but in the sh- so one thing that is sometimes different in each one, in this one, the CDC guy whispers to, to Rick, and he reveals it. He's like, we all have it. It was airborne. Oh, oh, in that aspect of it. Yeah, the fact and that... And that's a little different from any other kind of That's what's virus. interesting about it is that I think... When the virus started out, it was something that everybody just caught. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily that there were walkers. It's when people started to die. So if you watched Fear the Walking Dead, you start... Okay, well, I won't give anything away. This doesn't give anything away. But they kind of address at the beginning when things fall apart. They don't really say why. I watched the first two episodes, and it's like, what is going on? But the first walkers that you see are usually in hospital gowns. And so you get this impression that... When people start to die, they turn into walkers. But, of course, they're in a hospital, so they're trying to treat them. And then someone else gets bit because they're trying to... Yeah, and so you see the first walkers, one of the big hints that they drop, I think, the first walkers you see are are in hospital garb. Like, they possibly died in an accident or from cancer or whatever, you know, whatever the, the, the situation was. To show that it was airborne. Yeah, so I think... The first walkers that started out were never bit. They just died. Yeah. Because that's that's how it works now. You die, you automatically. Yeah. Yeah. They were also saying, the creators were saying, we wanted somebody that you started to care for to to show the full transition. That's why they used Andrea's sister. Right? She gets bit. Mm-hmm. She dies. She comes back as yeah. a zombie. And that's when... Or a walker. Um, and uh, Andrea kills her. It's a right. mercy kill. And they're like, so you still... They're like, this is when you realize there is no person that you loved when they come back from the dead. Exactly. And, and they that's do that why they get with Merle. They do it. Yeah. yeah. And Daryl in that moment. Yeah. yeah. And but that also is why they get so frustrated with like the governor trying to like bring people back. Remember they do the test. He's like, Do you remember who this is? And the guy dies. And uh-huh. he's like, Do you remember who this is? She's like, No, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that part that part was so frustrating to me. It's like, ah, like how dumb are you? You know, know. and I know you know the, the purpose of that was different. He was being a scientist. He was gonna try to figure out right. Like, yeah but like but the still car, it was just like the, why uh, the barn with all their neighbors and the Maggie's mom and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you have like these periods of denial where people are like, yeah. there's got to be a way to fix this, or yeah. there's got to be another way around. It's it's the kind of denial phase of yeah. that. So then the writers were saying in season two, they knew that Sophia was going to be the turning point of ethics. Yeah. When she goes missing, Shane is the one who says we should move on. Rick, Carol, they're like, we should stay. Right. And then when Carl gets shot, then they, it sort of be like, well, but well, then when Carl Shane... Carl gets shot before Sophia. No. Yeah, because that's how they end up in the farm. Uh-uh. What? Well, no, before Sophia? Wait. Yeah, so... So Sophia so, ran we're away. Talking, see, yeah, Sophia ran away. Okay, you're talking about when Sophia ran away, not right. when we find her. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When no, she you're runs right. away, she, yeah, Shane's okay. like, we gotta go, and he's like, no, we're not leaving. So exactly. it's like Daryl okay. and... Rick and Carl yeah. go and he gets shot and then he's yeah. like, Shane loves Carl and Lori 
And so he sacrifices that guy, Otis. Yeah. And that's the first time we see a... A compromise of ethics yes. or, or compromises to yeah. the war. By the way, but that episode, uh, the season two premiere, one of the scariest episodes oh, yeah? I found. I was freaking out because you didn't know who was going to die. Or, and then, in a way, it got worse because Sophia goes missing, which of is course. so much worse because you don't know what happens. Of course, there's a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the scariest episodes. I loved that. Yeah. Um, like, every time I want to get scared, but not for, like, a full-length movie, I watch mm-hmm. that episode. And now, for me, I think one of the worst episodes is just this last one. It seriously it, is. It's, like, the worst episode. Like, I have rewatched. Every episode of every season several times over yeah. just just because I like to have it on in the background. Yeah. I'm crazy about the show. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that is one episode where I'm like, I could be happy to skip that one because there's just so much emotion going on. There's a lot. There have been a lot of deaths, but... The, that one this, was hard. So this one, they were saying, we this you have never seen this crew give up. Before. Right, and this is only say you've never seen Rick like this, and we haven't. No, Rick was shattered, you know, beyond anything that we've seen. You know, before. you felt like they were together; they could do something. This is like you. Mm-hmm. No one was in charge but Negan, and we've right. never seen that happen before. That's mm-hmm. why it's so disturbing. Yeah, but they also said by season two, it started with the mini break. Right, so what with the mid season, mid season yeah. break, yeah, and they said when you get back. And those two men come at the bar. Yep. They're like, this is the first time we meet people who aren't nice. These are human beings, and that whole, we we only kill the live the dead, not mm-hmm. the living. Yeah. It changes because you start seeing people are still... They're questionable. Their motives are questionable. Mm-hmm. They could be dangerous. Oh, back to the whole, he's like, you got women in your camp, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, the, I mean, that's the minute where you're like, yeah, this is not happening. Like, like, why can't everyone be like Glenn? Um, (laughs) In an ideal world. Oh, Oh. they said uh, Carl was was being interviewed, the actor, and he's like, when, this is also the beginning when he needs to learn how to kill the zombies. And when he doesn't, that's how Dale dies. And so it makes him a conscious effort. He's like, I'm never going to let that happen. And ironically, it would have been his second dad that he kills, right? Shane is the first walker he kills. Exactly, yeah. And he's like, that is a very effective tool. Like, that still affects the character of Carl. The other thing that I was really interested in is Carol. Okay, first of all, Dale, Carol, Dale, Carl. Why don't they change the names? It's really damn annoying. Carl, Daryl, Dale. You know there's Mike? There's Jess. I don't know. One syllable. You know, yeah. for a while there in the beginning when I was not as familiar, I would switch. And I, I knew, that, of course, the difference between the characters. But yeah. Daryl and Dale. I like, know. Yeah, it's just, like, like, it's I like the similar. old man. Like, He's my favorite. Like the old I guy. like the man with the arms. The man. That's what I like. Whichever name right. they are, I don't Which, know. Which, by the way, the only complaint I have about Daryl is he's a freaking haircut. Like, <laughs> remember the clip? Did I show you the clip? No. So, in the interview process, they're like, by season six, you know, we all found plumbing, except for Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was that moment in season, what was it? 
was it the end of season nine or season six or whatever? Anyway, Rick gets cleaned up, and okay, so Rick, you know, for the first time, remember that moment that when he took the beard, beard off, and you're like, oh my god, there is a smooth face under that. Like, I want to. I it. felt so like, bad for his wife because for like two years she had to deal with this stupid beard. Yeah. She's like, this pays the bills. I if I yeah. was her, I'd be like, it pays the bills, it pays the bills. <laughs> um, and then it's like, guys, there's beard, and then there's too much beard. Mm-hmm. That was too much beard. Like, <laughs> and it's growing now. I'd yeah, be like, no, 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 like, do it again. It's unkempt. It's not, you know. Anyway, but I, I, I remember that moment when Rick was all clean and sparkly. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Daryl's turn. Daryl. And it never Darryl's happened. Turn. I was like, I know. because he's like, yo, I don't trust these people. He looks like he hasn't washed in like. I know. Right. <laughs> Just take a bath and cut your hair, and I'll like, do it for you. Yeah. Why don't you lay down? I wash you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then what was the, the, um, oh, but I'll get back to it. But the Carol, I didn't even think of this, when she, T-Dog sacrifices himself in the prison oh, for yeah, her. yeah. The actress is saying that still stays with Carol. Like, this is, she's like, I have to live as best I can because right. T-Dog sacrificed himself for me. Yeah. And I completely even forgot about it, but I liked that the actors take it so seriously that they don't No, and that's great. Things. And I think, I think they, the deaths in the beginning, because they had just kind of a hodgepodge of characters. Yeah. You know, they had just kind of a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and the deaths were kind of sporadic. There wasn't a whole lot of weight or meaning or mm-hmm. any sort of, of thing weighing on that. You yeah. know what I mean? And so now the deaths, I feel like the writers have become a lot more deliberate, so it hurts more. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of the deaths in the beginning, I, I, I kind of, I have to remember, like, oh, yeah, that person died. Or, oh, oh that was a character. Or well, back to, like, the world ending, mm-hmm. Dale, no. What is it, Daryl and Merle? See, Merle, see, it says Earl. They, they, they were racists, right? And they said yeah. in season two, when T Dog gets hurt, mm-hmm. it's Daryl that saves his life, right? Yeah. No, it's, Dale. Damn it. I know. No, it's no, this. Dale is the old man. Daryl is my arm. I know, I, I know. Wait, wait, wait. Which moment are we talking about? Because there's that moment because where T Dog has the cut. And Dale is the one that's like, hey, we need to get you medicine. We need to wrap that. We need to get you to the barn. That's, bef- that's, that's later. Before. Okay, so what else no, are you no, talking no, about? No, 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 that's later. Which one Daryl, arm candy, if of you course. will. Okay, Norman. Well, Norman. See, that's a Norman. very clear, different name. Yes. <laughs> Norman's character saves him. He's like, T-Dog, lie down. He gets a dead person on top of him, and then he takes another dead oh, person. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. Yeah. racism is gone. That was something that, that, like, in this world, doesn't matter. Right. It, and it Norman's character things. realizes that. Yeah, and I, and I like that that was a, a, an element that they, they brought in, because if you're thinking about this, this is Georgia, this is mm-hmm. the South, mm-hmm. you have a lot of asshole, redneck white guys mm-hmm. that, you know... Merle. Yeah, there's no laws anymore. They don't have to behave. Yeah. You know, so any sort of innate racism... Or, you know, some sort of whatever prejudices that they had, yeah. they can sort of act on it. So Merle is that part of that. Merle is that that icky part of society that still lingers. Yeah. But I think, you know, as time goes on, it's like, you know, the human race is dying. Yeah. We don't have time for this crap, you know. So and It goes back to, like, how they treat the women. Yeah. They're like... And I wonder if that's an element with how how the women are treated. Like, we we don't have time for this crap. Right. There's so few of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was 
Interesting. Um, they they uh oh back to how old Carl is when the prison gets overrun at night or something. Carl and Rick use guns to shoot them off. Right. I remember they said that. behind the scenes he was turning fourteen and apparently with firearms, so like the big guns, I guess mm-hmm. legally he couldn't use it until he was fourteen. So they said on my at midnight on my birthday we filmed that scene. And that's when my TV dad was like, okay, let's shoot him. But yeah. they couldn't do it until then. So the actor is 14, so like, but the character, because right now in season, I, I would put him 14, 15. Now, now he's like 17. See, I, I still think he's he's younger character. Well, I don't know, you know, the actor yeah, they, or whatever. That's but, a constant yeah. struggle of the writers also, like how far along do we go? Because obviously you can tell from the kid. Right. That he's no longer fourteen, right? Um, but he's going to continue. Doesn't look like it. He looks so young, and maybe that's because I I remember him. Maybe that's why they keep his hair so long. I I want him and Daryl to get a haircut. I know. What is it about that? It's like the longer hair is just not. It's not a thing. Maybe it's just to distract us from his voice changing, him getting taller than everyone else. (laughs) I know he got tall, didn't he? He did. All of a sudden, he's you know this this four foot whatever, and now I'm sure he's taller than me. The, the yeah, I feel, like kid, you know? I feel like he's like almost taller. Like he than shot Rick. up. Like yeah, I don't know what whatever the break between filming or whatever. Like I'm sure they were like, oh, we gotta film this guy right now. He's gonna I get know, too right? old. <laughs> like, um, um, oh, when the prisons break up, I liked who they ended up with, right? Um, Glenn and <laughs> Glenn and Maggie get separated, mm-hmm. and he ends up with Tara. Oh, that's my mommy. You know what? She can just go away. Sorry, mommy. Podcast first. Um, um, I liked that it was Daryl. Yeah, Daryl and Beth. Yeah, that was that an was interesting different. dynamic. They're yeah. two very opposite characters. Which, by the way, do you know? I know how old that actress is that plays Beth. You want to know? No, she's like thirty something. No, I kid you not. Google her. Man, I I know. I know because when I googled her, I was like, "There's no way she's that old." She looks like right now she's 17 years old. Yes. No, Google her. She's 30 something years old, like she's, 31 or something. Uh, what's her name? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I I would go to the Walking Dead. It's gonna take a cast. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but in your spare time, and she's done other things. But it's like she just looks. She so played young. a prostitute on SVU. I loved that episode. It was very oh sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, but um, what were we talking about? But but I liked that they changed, and I liked that Rick and um, what's this kid's name, Carl and Michonne stay together. Yeah, and again, Tyrese, Carol, and the kids. Right. Yeah. So you you don't think that they're going to end up like this, but in this break of and so and I liked their individual episodes. Yeah, that was a really good. Can we please talk about the episode in season four? Um, right, look at the flowers. One. Oh my god, I love it! I that love was it. one of the most, to this day, I feel like that was still one of the most powerful moments in the show. Two things about that. One was because everyone wants. We're filming a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it doesn't pick up. Um, people are people clapping. clapping. Yeah. Um, anyway. But they. So carol so you know how it was like carol and daryl mm-hmm. love triangle thing now that beth and daryl were together not together but like right those people were talking like so did you see those memes yeah. where 
Carol is sh- like pointing the gun to Beth, and I photoshopped Beth. She's like, Beth, just look at the flowers. It's <laughs> one of my favorites. Some of the best things about the show are the memes course, that come out of it. And of course, seen, like Rick Grimes, Coral. dad jokes, Coral. Like, Coral. Coral. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other one was Carol. The actress was saying she had two kids. One who was terrified, like couldn't protect herself to save her life. Then the other one wanted everyone to die so that they can live forever. Like, she was so fucked up Ooh, in the head. She, yeah, she was, yeah. So, did you feel bad that she died? No, um, I actually, before that even was on the table, when they started to notice that she was messed up, and I, it was earlier, it was in that episode, and I, even before that, I started to pick up on little things, because if you go back and you watch it again, you start to notice that she says and does things mm-hmm. that are direct hints, but nobody picks up at the them. time. No, but it's not even just that. It's like how she she says stuff. Like, like when her dad dies, it's the fact that she doesn't want him to stab in the head. It's not the fact that he's actually going to die. Like, there's a way that, that oh. yeah, she sort of says things. But anyway, um, coming back to... Um, what we were originally talking about, I didn't feel bad, and I actually picked up, I remember, I don't remember who I was watching the show with, but I remember I was watching the show with somebody, I'm like, they need to kill her. Yeah. She's going to be a liability. And then I and thought, oh, but they won't do that, they're going to find, you know, they're going to find another way to, like, keep her alive, and maybe, you know. Well, the other one is uh, Sam and his brother, and his blonde Oh my god. No one cared about that. I kids. hated Sam. I was like, you are you Chicken little shit. God. So it's interesting. And I actually that... didn't even really care. What was the mom's name? What was... I, I can't remember. remember. All I know is I didn't really care for All her. All I knew is I wanted Michonne and Rick to get it all. By the way, for people who who don't know, she predicted Tara here predicted the I wanted to thank Andrew Lincoln's mother. I was listening to a Because con- I remember you saying this. We like, were all around. Oh, Rick and Michonne are getting together and I remember what I said. I was like, No. I didn't. Let's let's start this. Okay, I love this. I was watching Comic Con uh, panels of the show and Andrew Lincoln, he's like, My mom constantly keeps asking me, he's like, When are the writers going to make you and Michonne? get together I want them to get and I and that's when the idea was planted in my head Mm -hmm. because I liked Daryl and Carol but I never wanted them romantically involved see I like them yeah I like their relationship but with Michonne I first of all Michonne I have always loved Michonne to death like I have always loved that she's family but I always kind of there was a she had a moment with Daryl and I was like oh that would be interesting the two badasses I see that there was a moment where both arms both, both of their arms. You can't let go of those arms. Anyway, <laughs> no, there was a moment where Daryl and, and the, the the play between the characters was interesting. It was just a little bit different. Yeah. And so Daryl came in. It was back in the prison, and Daryl came in from a run or something, and Michonne was going back out. And he was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he them. was like, oh, what, you're leaving again? Or something. It was yeah. like, oh, you take care of yourself. Or something. There was some like weird like little quip where it was kind of like sappy for Daryl, you know, to yeah. be saying that. I can't remember what the line was, but I was like, Daryl doesn't, like, do that. Yeah. Like, he used and to flirt with Carol. I like yeah, that. yeah. And so but I always thought, like, I, with, I never predicted Rick and Michonne. I always thought it was going to be maybe Michonne and Daryl. There might be something. But I there. liked it because she lost her son and her husband. Mm-hmm. And Rick has... And Carl is kind of like her She son. becomes very yeah. close I with do Carl, like her And she obviously loves Judith yeah. because it's her son. It's the same age as her son. Right. 
And so I remember we discussed this. I wanted it that eventually it's mm-hmm. revealed that they've been together for the last five episodes, but we never saw them get together. I wanted to be like, oh, that's why they were always looking at each other, or that's why they right. always sat next to each other. But I don't think that's how it was. That's how the writers wrote it. No, because but the, the writers that first wrote it. Scene, they were both the... like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, you guys are going to go that way. That's I was okay. still so happy. It works. And, and when you see the bat behind, like, you know that Rick is scared mostly for Carl, but then probably Michelle. Mm-hmm. Well, and then there's that moment we need to talk about the arm, the arm cutting off moment with Rick. By the way, the the emotion that was going on in that scene for Carl. Oh like, my god! But no, but I remember, wasn't it Michonne who was like, "We get it, we get it. You because don't need to she, do this." She's basically he's her son in a way. Yeah. Well, I was at first. I always kind of like you know an older sister, younger brother situation. I, I see that, but, but now, now that she's, now with, that she's Rick, with Rick, I, I do see that sort of motherly or you know that at least for sure yeah. stepmother that would want to. No, the relationship between those two is awesome. This, I think they're and I, that's what I loved about that mm-hmm. prison break, and then they're all separated, and mm-hmm. that it's. I loved it when um, Rick said, "I haven't heard Carl laugh. I almost forgot how it sounded, but you made him laugh mm-hmm. just even for a second. Yeah, and you're like this relationship's really special. It is. It is so sweet. It, it, I think it's it's like Glenn. <laughs> and then you this can't relationship. say that name normally anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, we're always gonna be like, oh, it's well, like the door. <laughs> in Game of Thrones, you probably don't know what I'm talking I have about. No idea. I shan't ruin it for you. It's just I can't Shunk. even look at it. Like, I like how you, you refer to Game of Thrones. Your <laughs> way of speaking changes. <laughs> oh, it's now the door, and God, uh, I can't handle these. Oh, um, but yeah, that is true. And their relationship's really sweet, Michonne and uh, Carl's. No, I do like that. That's me. And he really kind of he, Carl's the one that brings out the fact that Michonne's yeah. son, she lost her son. Yeah. And all that. So Glenn. In the sh- in the interviews, he was saying, you know, his whole goal after meeting Abraham and Eugene and uh, Rosita and all that, he's like, I still got to go find Maggie. And he said, what is the point of it all without the people in your mouth? I don't make it, no, he's dead. I can't even, like, when he said that, I, oh, God, I need a tissue. I just, <laughs> you... <laughs> Yeah, this is, see, this, you just watched the show. That's why I That's the thing. I've it. had five days to process it, so I'm... I like, have not. I had two hours still, to process it. <laughs> I know. So you were just like... <laughs> it's so... When uh, he said that, I'd be like, oh my God, you're yeah. dead, Nick. He's going to be I really want her to keep the baby. Well, yeah, that's my thing. Like, I almost feel like... And I don't want to say, oh, the writers won't do that, because if there's anything that the writers have proven... They've already killed children. <laughs> they have no problem doing exactly everything horrible. Yeah. And they have no problem how much it, it takes away from you. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the, the really powerful parts of the show, is that there are certain things that you see as sort of uh, untouchable. Yeah. And the show has proven that nothing is untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. The children th- will die. Babies will die. It does not matter. Yeah. This is this is you know a cutthroat world, in That's in true. every sense of the you world. You know what I always word. remember. I I couldn't stand Lori when she's like when she decided to throw up the baby the the baby the birth control pill. What do you call it? Plan B pills when she finds out she's pregnant. The, yeah, whatever. And she's which like, by the way, if you're pregnant, that wouldn't. 
work. work. But anyway, let's just yeah. <laughs> like uh, she's the smartest yeah. person. To be fair, um, but but she's like, I don't want to give birth in a ditch and risk everyone's life. However, I was like, but in the real world, like in our, your son could have gotten hit by a bus. Or he'd be eaten by walkers. You know what I mean? You're like, right. there's never a good time to have a child. Right. But it's also you can't stop living your life because of this until everything gets settled. Because it's mm-hmm. profit-wise, AMC is not going to quit the show anytime soon. And they're no, going to need to... they've already signed on for season eight. And they did this before season seven even aired. Yeah. Like, that's how popular it is. And, and they, they said yeah. something about, like, they know season 11. They know what they want to do. Great. I hope there's a season 16. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I love this But show. I also liked, and yeah. then eventually, so that was like season two. By the time Maggie and, oh, God, um, have a baby or find out that they're pregnant, it they realize we have to live our lives. Mm-hmm. Right? The and just thing, like in the real world, there are killers and there are people who are going to rob you. And, right. Right, and and this is how it was back in the day before you know civilization was yeah. really set up. It was like you could die any day. Yeah, people could come and raid That's your what village. And, me. Yeah, I understood she didn't want to risk anyone else's life because you can't control a baby crying. But I also what I was and and you know I'm sure this is going to go into a weird sort of. I won't use pro-life because I think that's an inaccurate term. I, right. I, it's it's an anti-abortion, anti-choice stance and pro-choice. Um, but I, in a way, I thought that that was going to be a moment that they were going to bring up. Mm-hmm. That sort of, um, I guess... Between Lori and Rick? Yeah, because there's that moment where you know that on TV they, they don't really touch abortion right. a lot. Like, that's sort in of general. one of the biggest taboo subjects. Mm-hmm. And I think... You know, a show that actually tries to handle that in a, I guess, a more progressive way. Is, well, is Scandal. Um, and I haven't seen Scandal, so, but that would be awesome. If I, yeah. She no. just gets an abortion and that's the end of it. And they, yeah. they were really happy with that. Oh, you know what? Grey's Anatomy does that. Oh, they do? Christina Yang. That's right. She has an abortion. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. My but references it's, it's are It's still off, not as popular choice as something else. Exactly. And so, like, I get that, you know, there's that element of, like, well, you still have to go on and having a baby is actually not a bad idea because the human population has tanked. Right. You know? But, you know, there's that element of, of choice that they kind of flirted with, but then they, you know, they ended up having the baby anyway. It came a non-issue. But I also became, like how Rick's, yeah. like, do you really think I'd make you have a baby if you didn't want one? That's what I liked, is how Rick like treated we need it. To discuss he, yeah, he I was know it mad that she didn't talk to him about it. Yeah. And that I love. But he Rick. wasn't mad that she was thinking about it. Yeah. And that's what I liked. I was like, okay, good. So. And that he knew it could be Shane's. But it, to him it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to him. Right. Like, <laughs> that, and, and so there's that progressiveness of the male characters, too, in a way. Yeah. Like Glenn trying to be very respectful of Maggie. Yeah. Doesn't but we, we know we want we want Glenn and Maggie to have a baby because it do. would be the cutest baby. And now that Glenn is no longer around, I just want that baby selfishly because it's a baby. I know Glenn. <laughs> like, like, uh, okay, so now we get to um oh Again, why I love Tyrese, he forgives Carol for killing his girlfriend. Tyrese was such an amazing character, and I think he was so underrated. 
He really was. He was so underrated. And I'm just, I'm still actually bothered that they killed him off. It was I just like, like random. They, yeah, no, it was, I feel like, oh, you know, welcome back from the, the mid-season break. Let's kill someone else. Like, I just didn't, I didn't feel yeah. like plot-wise. See, what I liked about necessary. Bob was he doesn't say anything that he's bitten. He knows he's, it's his last right. night, so he wants to enjoy it with the people he loves. Right. And, is on to, and then he has the best comeback. He's like, I'm tainted meat, dumbass. Oh, yeah, when they're eating And I legs. loved that he's... Yeah. And I was like, you don't check the body in my head. I was like, they're dumbasses. They should die. They didn't check well, the body. yeah, yeah. So I loved that. Bob, and then Bob still, like, Tyrese kills him so that mm. Sasha doesn't have to. Like, Mercy kills him. Right. And I thought that was one of the more decent deaths decent as and I really feel like Bob's death was the what was more important about that was not so much Bob because he's one of those characters that he came in later and he left early you know Mm -hmm. what I mean he was not there for a long period of time we didn't really have a chance to become attached to him but I think the reason behind his death or him being there was to push Sasha's character forward in a way. And I'm not necessarily saying in a good way because she clearly broke down afterwards, but he was there to evolve her character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also loved, I mean, after the horrificness of the, the Carl and Michonne being threatened to be raped, both of them. That was right. Those were the claimers, right? They call them the, the claimers. claimers yeah. yeah. But, it goes into the sweetest moment, which is not a lot of times on the show, when Rick says, Daryl, you're my brother, mm-hmm. and I love you. And they're saying, like, these are the two. Daryl never had a brother like Rick, so he has this right. family now. And I thought, you don't see these men say, I love you, or you don't, you know, they right. barely like, say it to What's the wrong women. with, like, that, that, that brotherly love, yeah. that brotherly attachment, that deep... Like, and, like, Daryl's, like, hit me, yeah. sacrifice me, leave Rick alone. That was, it went from me screaming to tearing up because they were so loving towards each other. And then mm-hmm. Michonne, like, taking care of Carl in the car. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, petting him so he, he knows he's safe and right, he can sleep. Right, right. Oh, the, it's, it's, that episode is still one of the most powerful episodes that, I, I, I want to watch because it's so powerful, but yeah. also I don't want to watch it. This one, this episode of season I don't know seven, if I'll be able to rewatch this episode for a while. Yeah. It really took a lot out of me. They said that um, what they liked about doing with Beth was that she went from being this very timid character who mm-hmm. didn't know anything didn't know how to deal with this, cope with this world. Right. To being the one who would stand up against just injustice because right. the weird cop ladies like give me Aaron Aaron she, no Noah uh, no this is uh, Noah yeah who, by so the way was, like, that was a brutal death that was yeah but in front of Glenn and I was like don't do that to Glenn and now they do so much for us <sighs> but she was she, I liked that point that they were like we did that on purpose so that Beth becomes just as strong so that when she dies and, and then that Maggie misses her just oh, by a few minutes. Just by a few seconds. That was the worst because Maggie. See, Maggie has been through so much. Yeah. Like she. Oh my god. And my thing with with Beth again, I felt like something was gonna happen to Beth because they have these characters have these weird turning points. Yeah. And epiphanies and sort of like life, like I, I don't know. They they their perspective on life shifts mm-hmm. and then they die. 
Yeah. You, you saw that with Beth in, in the way that she was kind of playing along, playing along. And, of course, she always knew something was wrong with how the, the setup was at the hospital with the cough and all of that. Yeah. But the minute did. that she tries to act on that. Yeah. And it's it's like it's an accident, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell the woman didn't mean to shoot her. Yeah. She got stabbed and, and she squeezed like the trigger. Yeah. But was there a point where she, Beth was raped? They said that she was raped in that, and I think she almost no, got raped. No, no, she, yeah, she got molested. Like, the guy had his hands on her. Oh. But, yeah, it, nothing happened. I just remember people were like, this is the world that they live in, that Beth yeah. would be. That was, that was a moment where I was like, okay, now they're addressing the fact that Regardless of the actress being, you know, much older, which props to that actress, you look fabulous. <laughs> like, like you look like you're a teenager and you're in your thirties. But anyway, yeah, um, you know, you have this sick kind of older guy that is like going after like the itty bitty teenager, teenage girl, yeah. like basically a pedophile. You know, and you have that moment where he is in a situation where he can take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, and that's jokes on him though, right? She killed him. She, well, because she killed, no, she didn't kill the, there was a walker that, there was a, the other girl that he was, like, raping or molesting, and she died somehow, and Beth left her on the floor and didn't say anything when he came in, and then the walker came up and grabbed him. Either way, I feel like Yeah, but, I mean, he, he did die. Yeah. Um, I also was surprised at how Daryl was affected by Beth's death or trying to find Beth because I was like, really, in this one night, you guys become so close? But I guess yeah. it was like they only had each other and that's all they knew. Yeah. Well, so they I had they that did. really strong moment where they went to the house with the moonshine. Oh, yeah. And he really had that kind of dealing with his past. And oh, she yeah, that's right. kind of came through it with him. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, this is not what it's about anymore. And. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there was a, a lot more to that relationship. And, I, and, and, you know, he felt a little bit responsible for the fact that, like, you know, she ran out of the house and basically got picked up by this car. Yeah, that was so random. It was so random. Yeah. And he, you know, that hopelessness of him coming to the fork in the road and you're running after the car. The car is miles and miles ahead yeah. of you. You don't know which way it went, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also said that when they meet Aaron... It's the first time in a long time that they meet somebody who isn't a sociopath. But we don't know the, that. Remember, we don't know even that. Even as an audience, we're like, who is this That's asshole? true. So, <laughs> so they said, that's the shift, right? Yeah. Because they didn't know. Because he's not. Now he's they're like, character. we're not going to risk it. You're not. Like, right. And there, are, and there are moments that happen where you actually question Aaron's motives. And it's not that he's doing anything wrong. It just looks a little weird because of the circumstances. That's true. Yeah. Like, how would Aaron know that these guys are good? Right. In a way, they've been broken so many times. Well, he said he's been watching them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember he left water on the road and all that. Um, That's right. But I think what's really great that the writers do is they really put you, you're in the group with Rick. Yeah. You're right there with them. You have the same suspicions. You see Aaron coming in, and you're like, who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want? What do you, you know? Um, and so you're definitely very much wrapped up in the group, yeah. just like the characters are. Um, they were saying that um, like the wolves, I felt like that was the most random 
just to give them a reason to have a herd come to Alexandria. I was like, why are the wolves around? And I hate that little bitch who, like, Carl likes and she, like, helped the wolves. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about her. Yeah. My thing with the wolves is I feel like, from what I've heard, that that was a stronger presence in the comic book. Uh, I'm sure if there's any of you comic book nerds out there, you probably have a ton to say about this. But anyway, I'm sorry for not knowing. Um, I feel like they had a stronger presence in the comic book, but for how the plot, how they were playing the plot in the show, they wanted a way to include it, but they also wanted to get to Negan. So it's one of those things that they kind of like hastily put in to include it in the comics. But at the same time, the way they did it, it was just like they were, you know, they came up, and then yeah, yeah, and then they were gone, and it was like yeah, they kind of messed a lot of things up. But it, it was just like, showed how cool Carol is too, because she right. like faked being a wolf. Just oh, and that was a really cool scene. Like, Carol so is one of the most badass characters I've ever seen. Like of any character, I male, know. female, any yeah, show. Well, like Carol is something. They're robbed of nominations because it's like a horror show. It's like, a gory show. Yeah. It's like the, the but acting. there's a lo- acting, the writing, and the you're writing. right, the psychology that they put into every character. It's a very underrated in the award. Like, mm-hmm. if, I'm sorry. Like, elements of gore aside, that's just a part of the storyline. Yeah. You really need to look at how things are being written and that's how they're true. playing out on screen. The cinematography is like, blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they were also saying the deal that uh, Rick and everyone makes with. Jesus and his group. Yeah. Like, we'll kill Negan and we get half your food. That is the pushing limit for Carol because she's like, we never killed just because. Right. We don't have to do this. Right. And yeah. which is interesting. And then that's when she has to leave. And we're like, ah, damn it. Now why do you have to leave? So, what I had heard, and, and I gotta tell my comic book friends, leave me alone. stop telling me these things because you put all these ideas in my head so the moment between Morgan and Carol when he goes after her yeah and you know they're going to run into the kingdom soon Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. with the white lion and I think they're going to be like that one really strong good group yeah against Negan there's a war coming with Negan you know it's going to happen but anyway that aside there was that really strong moment where Morgan is against killing. He's against, like, every life is precious. And when it comes down to him saving Carol, he actually shoots the guy. Like, he That's kills right. for the first time since his mental breakdown. Somebody had told me that that was supposed to be a moment between uh, Morgan and Michonne. Oh. And so they've done a lot of swapping. So you have, um, who is the doctor girl? I'm sorry. Oh, blonde. Oh, I know who exactly. Tara's she, girlfriend. Tara's- is Tara alive? What happened to Tara? I don't know. I know. I like Tara. Anyway, no, she got shot through the through the head. Yeah, Um, that was supposed to be Abraham's death, according to the comic books. And this is, I think, that's why they chose to kill off Abraham specifically in the bat scene. Mm. Was not only to play with you, but also because Abraham was supposed to have died. Um, So anyway, they they do a lot of these where they still keep parts of the story, but they switch the characters that it happens to, Mm. and so. Somebody had said that there's going to be an interesting relationship that develops between Morgan and Carol. I do see that happening. Yeah. Um, because they're on opposite sides of the fence right now as That's far true. as their their philosophies and, and things like that. So. But now she's kind of broken, 
to what pro- like she doesn't want to kill just for the sake of killing. I don't think she wants to kill any. Well, she's having a mental breakdown. I think she'll get back on the horse. Yeah. But I think right I now think she Morgan, just doesn't want to kill at all. Yeah. And yeah. then Morgan's like, well, sometimes we do actually need to kill. So yeah. And he had that turning sugar. moment where, so she's decided not to kill. He's had that moment where it's like, well, sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. You know, um, and they're going to be taken to the kingdom. So I'm sure there's going to be something that develops out of that. But it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's, so, and then brings us to, wow, we've been talking for a long time. Actually, my meter's running. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Now, so we've talked about what our theories are. Mm-hmm. Negan's past. And Carol. Carol? Yeah. Carol and uh, Morgan. Right. Rick and Michonne. Glenn Jr., Clinton Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl is pr- kept prisoner. Uh, I know that they're going to torture him. All right. From what I've, I've, Do I've, you think he would ever turn into Negan? I think they're going to try. I feel like they will fail. I don't know. I think the one that's at risk of that is possible. I don't know if Carl's at risk of that because Carl seems like he's pissed off right now. Like I don't see yeah. that turning into loyalty. And it was so I funny. Think. He's like, what does that mean? I'm left-handed? No. And, you know, to be like, yeah. I'll be like, I love that you give him attitude, but I'm scared. Yeah, like, like, stop, stop doing it. He's going to kill you. Like, um, I, he might try to turn Daryl, and that might be a really interesting element because Daryl is Rick's right-hand man, and so if Glenn. he... Uh, stop saying that name. <laughs> <laughs> like... like uh, <laughs> Uh, and for all you Abraham fans, like, we love Abraham. We do. Glenn was there first. It really was. <laughs> like, if anyone had to die, it would have to be Abraham. Yeah. Now, doesn't Negan have a, um, he that has guy. a philosophy where he doesn't kill women or children. Is it? He, I've heard. Now, they haven't explicitly said that, you've noticed. Like, they, right. he, he's never said, oh, I don't do that, like. I mean, he was ready to kill. Them yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you take the element of fear out if you know that half of the group he's not going to touch. Yeah. Um, but I you feel think it like it would have been nicer if they said that Maggie was pregnant because they. I don't think he knows. No, see, the one thing that Negan Negan scares you because you know that he he doesn't he seems to get off the give off this aura that he doesn't give a fuck about yeah. anything. Like, he does not care. And if you reveal, I feel like revealing that she's pregnant would be almost like, not a weakness, but like, it's something precious to them, right? That's true. So it's something he can use against them. Oh, so then they wouldn't want right. to say anything. Exactly. So I, I almost feel like it's better that they don't say anything. That's because right. that's something that's, that's precious, and so that's something he can exploit. That's true. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's the thing. We don't know a lot about Negan at this point. Yeah. Like, if you're not a comic book fan or anything. Oh, uh, that's what they said yeah. is the story's going to shift. Instead of being it from Rick and his gang, it's going to be through Negan's point of view. Really? That's what they said. Yeah, so we know we're going to get probably some background of Negan for sure. Yeah. But um, it's just a really good show. And it's very- oh, have you heard all the complaints about, like, oh, this show is way too violent that 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 and like people are like parents are really pissed off about. The show. Okay, number one, I'm gonna nip that in the bud right now. If you're a parent and you're letting your nine year old watch The Walking Dead, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so. 
sorry. I don't believe in this helpless, like, oh, I was on TV and my child flipped to it. Like, I'm sorry. When I was a kid, my yeah. parents were like, um, you're not watching that. Right. <laughs> you know, it was Especially fun. now, you're like, there's like, parental control. Yeah, there's parental Daddy. controls. There's this thing called supervision that people seem to forget yeah. is a thing. You know, and it's like, oh, it's too violent for children. It's like, well, then why are your children watching it? Yeah. Like, you know, if they're 14 and up, I feel like 14, 15, you can... It's pushing it's, it. It's on the edge. I think that's the minimum. And then at that point, you ask your kid, like, do you want to watch this? Like, like it is very violent. It's very violent. But the but story at the same time, if they're younger than that and you're letting them watch it, stop blaming everybody right. else and look at your own damn parenting. Yeah. Like, I have no I pity know. for it. Or, and some people are like, you know, there's a thing called turn off your TV. Yeah, that was some. Or there's TV settings where you know your your child can only access certain things. Yeah. Or there's even you can build a Netflix profile where you can block certain content. Yeah. Like I'm, no. They're just <laughs> like, lazy and they want to play like, mother. Go be a parent. Stop <sighs> blaming everybody else. You know? Amen. You know I want to look at Daryl's arms. Just as much as that housewife. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna get in trouble. But but still, you know, do it on your own time. Yeah. Not with the kids around. Yeah, but I mean, that's my thing. It's that's one thing that in this day and age we want original content, content that we can relate to mm-hmm. in a way. And and oddly enough we can do that with Walking Dead. But you also have to be smart about it. You're like, you can't watch it with kids around. Yeah, and, you and can't watch it anywhere. That's what I feel like. Like, you know, there's things that you do, you know, as as an adult mm-hmm. that you enjoy, you go out and do or you watch or, or whatever. Yeah. And then there's you becoming a parent and realizing that there are moments that you have to make compromises yeah. about what, you know, is around and, and what your children are exposed I know. to. I almost I feel like people like, don't want to draw that line. Well, that's because I was at a family event and I was like, I really wanted them to like take the kids and be like, go away. Right. Like, <laughs> let me watch the show. But I was like, also, it'd be like, I can watch this on my own time. Exactly. Two hours later, exactly. So you took matters. that moment to go, like, I have other ways to watch this. Yeah. There are kids around. I will go do this on my own time. Yeah. And that's fair. But it's like, for for uh, whoever that housewife or whatever is, like, it's too violent for children. Yeah, it's like, yeah. There's like this whole outrage you know, online. No. <laughs> A lot of people are like, then don't watch it. You can, uh, or how about you put the child to bed, yeah, and then you watch it and you go to bed, or whatever, however you do your night, you know. Um, this this, this sort of helplessness and and blaming, you know, the media and blaming society for all these other things when it's like really the solution is simple, yeah, you know. So, no, I, I don't have any pity for that, so anyway. Well, thank you for doing this. I hope you had fun. Yeah, no, I love talking about this show. I'm obsessed. I'm crazy. We'll probably do a sequel. Oh, of course. Anytime you want to talk oh about this. I can I can see the pot look how long the podcast I know. is. Like we can't <laughs> We're over an hour and a half. And I we didn't even get into any of the notes I took for okay. the making well, of the show. Maybe we need to do a part two. We will. Okay. All right. Well wait. Okay. Um Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.